Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Thursdays at 8.40. Hello, Wendy lady. <laughs> Hello, Darren. <laughs> Morning, Wendy. Morning. Hi, Kerry. Hello, Sky. So, Hi. Wendy, um, apparently this still happens. Retailers say there is a minimum spend before you can use your card. What's sure. up with that? Okay, so the, the bigger issue that I normally uh, get emails about is... Um, People were saying, oh, I went to buy whatever it was advertised at, say, 20 grand. And when I went to pay with my card, they said, oh, no, now this, it's more expensive. There's another 5% um, for using the card. And what the retailers are doing there is passing on their bank fees to their customers. We have our own bank fees. Thank you very much. Um, and it's strictly illegal. It's illegal in terms of the Consumer Protection Act and it's illegal in terms of the merchant's agreement, the agreement that the retailer signs with the bank that's provided that point of sale okay. machine, right? They cannot do that. So that's the first thing to know. And, I, and I've been warning about this for many years. It still happens, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. A question which I was asked on Twitter this week, though, was can retail stores compel you to spend a minimum amount, say, for example, 50 Rand before they will allow you to pay with the card? Yeah. Again, it's around them saying, oh, we've got to pay fees and, and you've got to make it worth our while. We don't want those fees to be a big percentage of, of what you're spending. Mm. And I thought this is an interesting one. I wasn't entirely sure. It's slightly different from that we will charge you extra uh, if you pay by card. But yeah. it seemed to me that that couldn't be right either. So I did some research. Sure enough, with credit cards, MasterCard and Visa, very strict rules about this. You, you cannot, as a retailer, impose a minimum spend. So then none of that, oh, go and get yourself a Coke or something yeah. else to make it up to whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I wasn't sure about debit cards. So I put some feelers out. I asked the um, banking services ombudsman and um, they very kindly did the work for me. And um, that's the um, assessments manager, Idrich Batendorp. And he came to the banks and he came back to me to say no, that uh, this is not okay. Debit or credit card, the, no merchant is entitled to require a minimum spend, a minimum payment. And they actually could lose their card machine altogether if they found guilty by their bank really? of doing that. So either saying charging extra for the for the. Um, if you pay by credit card and also saying, oh, no, no, you've got to spend 50 rand or whatever it is, that's also illegal across the board, debit, credit card, whatever. So the thing is, though, that the banks need this to be reported. So their message today is if either of those things happen to you with any retailer, yeah. tell the bank. And you know how you know which bank it is? It's the whatever branding is on their point of sale machine, the yes. thing that you stick your card ah. in or tap your card on. Tell the bank. Tell that bank, report them, um, and they will take action. And please let me know how that goes. Excellent. Wendy Nola has spoken. <laughs> Darren, Kerry and Sky, East Coast Radio. Good. Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Listen, if you missed part one, don't worry. It will be on the website, ecr.co.za. Click on uh, podcasts. Um, uh, and w- Wendy has helped us out here. There cannot be a minimum payment to swipe your card. You can swipe your card on any amount you like. You are the consumer. And here's another one. Wendy, apparently, mm. apparently, the color that you choose for your car will affect your insurance premium. What's Can't up with that? Be. Well, I always knew this, but um, I have to admit, I had assumed the wrong thing about it. So I assumed that, for example, if you had a white car, a light colored car, 
um, or very bright car. Yeah. Say, you know, neon green, you know, mm. those ones, Pink. screaming orange, mm. those yes. things. Hard to resell. That, yeah. um, it made your car easier to see on the road, more visible, and therefore, you know, more less likely to be in an accident, hence lower risk, hence lower premium, because huh. the premium is entirely linked to perceived risk. It's all perceived. It's just done by actuaries, right? And yeah. based on statistics. So it might not actually apply to you, but you, you know, they, they work on actuarial sites. Yeah. So anyway, I found out recently, thanks to Christelle Coleman, who's MD and founder of Elite Risk Acceptance, which is part of Old Mutual Insure, that um, the risk in the color of your car is not related to the car at all, but related to what it says to you about you as a driver, according to the insurance industry. So really? white and silver cars are considered conservative color choices, and the beige, I suppose. Yeah. Um, well, if you get a, a hot red or black car, yeah. you're regarded as more racy Speed and your demon. premium will be loaded. Not by a huge Stop amount. It. The other factors that, that weigh in. I promise you. So <laughs> she said to me, okay, think think white polo versus black golf GTI. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, That's colorist. Okay. You've got a bit of a you've got a bit of a, a point there, and and more to the point, that's that's how the insurers work. So, so you know, it might be an interesting exercise if you go to uh, you should find out uh, what the insurance is going to cost in a car before you go ahead and buy it because it's a ma- major part of your cost of ownership, right? Yeah. Um, but it would be an interesting exercise for you to say, okay, well, it's this car. What would it cost in black or red or white, silver, whatever, and yeah. see what the difference is. Um, and of course, the other thing is it a slight um, distance or uh, a difference or is it is it yeah. mar- is it a margin is it a material amount goes into the basket, right? It's it's not as material as the type of car, mm. okay. uh, your driving, your, your, your claims, history, your your gender. How's this one? If you're female, what? Um, if you're a woman, yeah. your your premiums are lower. Absolutely. Oh, because yes. statistics show that women have fewer accidents. Yeah, uh, this is what I have known for a while. Yes. Oh. And when they do have accidents, they're less severe because they're being uh, less slower. heavy, right? Yes. On the road. And mm-hmm. if you, you know, you can see this on the road. As I, of course, the Here, hang on a second, Wendy, Wendy Nola, I need to pause yes. you there. Don't Kerry, argue with Kerry you. Miller, we Don't have argue. followed you yes. when driving. It's it's not you that's the hazard. It's everyone trying to get out your way. Oh, what you talking about? <laughs> that and is Kerry, the hazard. And, and people should be, people should be it, in, insured if they live. Uh, the premium Stop should it. be higher if they live around Kerry Miller. Stop it, Wendy. Please continue. So, yes. So so uh, well, <laughs> you know, as I said, it's actuarial science, not down to individuals. So exactly. there are a few of us, I might say, who um, might buck that trend. But we benefit from the statistics of the of the mass of the whole. Yeah. So yes, if you're a woman driver, you you um. You pay a lot less. Mm. If you're married or unmarried, how's that? When yeah. you're a man or a woman, if you're married, you're considered um, a safer bet. Less really? Less less like to be out partying. You don't want to go home. Your car on the road. I promise you, it's Slow fascinating. <laughs> well, uh, that was a definite eye-opener. And I can see the actuaries are going to be having a hard time when somebody wants to have a, a cherry red Toyota Yaris. They're like, I don't know which way to go with this. I don't know which way to go with this one. <laughs> but there you go. Thank you very much, Wendy Nola. KZN's number one way to wake up. Darren, Carrie and Sky, East Coast Radio.